0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Second Turnbuckle Podcast, where two friends nerd out about the world of professional wrestling for roughly an hour or so. We once joked there was a 60-minute time limit.
1: Yeah, there never is. Uh, There
0: never is. We go into overtime every time. It's WrestleMania 12 every single
1: time. 60% of the time, it goes over all the time. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh goodness crash how are you my friend
1: listen here Toogie 24 the fact that you call me a friend on this podcast is probably the nicest thing you've ever said to me so thank you <coughs> that's <laughs> not true come on yeah you called me illustrious last last podcast i've called you illustrious on
0: a couple of podcasts
1: this is true i don't know why i'm yelling into the microphone <laughs> is it hot <laughs> does it it sounds hot in my headphone
0: who's to say but i don't know today we get to talk about a variety of topics as we typically do and crash yet again we're gonna go with the three door system we're going full full infringement on let's make a deal i like it. you can pick the prize behind door number one two or three what direction would you like to send us off in
1: you know how you set the directions and I just go in a completely different area to start. And then I come back to whatever you want to do. Yeah, sure. At any time during this podcast, you want to run a sporacle because you ran the NWO one with me. I figured it was only fair to run one with you. Mm -hmm. I've got a great one for you. I haven't told you what it is. That is correct. So at any time, if you get bored, you, st- you have to do it within the 60 minutes, but at any time during this podcast, I want you to hit the button and uh, we'll run a Sporacle to see how much of a nerd you really are. I d- we don't even need the test to know that you are. <laughs> Should we just go time. for it right
0: now then, since you've hyped it up so much?
1: Uh, listen, if you want to do it that way, I could be in mid-sentence talking about something completely different go, you know what, run Sporacle, or we could do it right now.
0: I think we go for it right now. Why all right. Why tease the audience? Let's just give them what they want. Let's not Tony Khan, this bad boy.
1: I don't think we're going to hit all 255 answers. Jesus.
0: <laughs> what the but hell is
1: this? I have a feeling that based on one of the topics that I think is going to come up during the podcast, mm-hmm. and because of our friendship, the good ship friend... WWE video game cover athletes. Ooh. Now, now, listen. This starts all the way back with Micro League Wrestling and WrestleMania. Oof. so this goes way back. Here's here's how I want to handle this though. I want you to um I bet you anything too if we name one it will actually, actually- hit all the other ones too. But if yeah. you want to say like, if you want to go WWE 2K22 and mm-hmm. name the cover athlete and run that way, I mm-hmm. can tell you whether or not you've actually hit correct in that game. Or if you just want to spout out athletes and see how close you get to the 255.
0: Your call. Okay. No, we can we can go for that. Now, my question, does this include spinoffs? Like, is like Crush Hour included?
1: That is a great question. Let me take a look here. That's the big uh, question. With authority. Betrayal is there. Crush hour is on the list. Okay. Aftershock is on the list. After Collection, Collection edition covers. Mexican covers. Canadian covers. Jesus European Christ. covers.
0: Are on this as well. Does it say what the average finish rate is? <laughs> or do we have to wait until after the quiz for that?
1: I don't, I don't see I don't see where that would be. This is the first time I've loaded up Sporacle, the website, in quite some time as well. So, Okay. What do you say, Phil? What do you say? Ready?
0: Yeah. I'm, All right, I'm let's ready. Run it. As ready as I'm going to be. Let's run it. All right. Rey Mysterio. If I'm not mistaken, Becky Lynch and Roman Reigns were on the abysmal 2K20. Never played it, but I watched people dunk on it all the time.
1: I'm, okay, hold on. I don't know how to spell. You have to spell it right, don't you?
0: You have to spell it right. That's your job. You're costing me time. I could <laughs> yeah, go I got faster. Becky Lynch, this. Seth
1: Rollins. You said I
0: never said Seth Rollins, but thank well, you. I'm
1: giving you that one, anyways. Uh, who did AJ you see was with? up there? What's that?
0: AJ AJ Styles, AJ Styles? was on the cover. Um, I'm trying to go reverse order in my head. Lesnar. I know he but I'm still, one I'm still trying to, to figure out
1: though. how to spell Rey Mysterio.
0: <laughs> R-E-Y. Yeah. M Y S T E R I O. R I O. Ah, there we go. Uh you hey. said Lesnar? Yes, Lesnar. You got Styles in there too, yep, right? Lesnar's
1: in there. Styles is in there, yeah.
0: Uh Stone Cold. You would have been on 2K sixteen and Warzone and Attitude. Uh, so yep, be up got there for those, yeah, uh, John Cena.
1: Da, 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 da. <laughs> I just realized you don't have to put the first names in,
0: right? Uh, The Rock for sure is up there.
1: So far, so good. Uh, well, you have gotten 2K16, 2K17, 2K18. Completed. That's okay.
0: Well, let's just keep going. We're gonna try yeah, yeah. to rapid fire this bad boy because it's probably yeah, terrible yeah. radio, but I don't care. Uh, CM Punk, Voldemort. Yep. Uh, God. Orton. Orton's been on covers. He's
1: in there. Day of Reckoning. Uh, also in Survivor Series. Mm. All Stars.
0: Um, oh God, who was on the 2011 cover with Cena? Fuck. I'll come back to that one. Uh, Undertaker. Undertaker. He was on 2007. X8 as well. Um, Batista.
1: You've just completed SmackDown vs. Raw 06. And he Triple did show up on 07. H? He showed up on a whole heck of a lot. You've got one left on SmackDown vs. Raw 07.
0: 07? 07. Um, Ooh. 07 was the... Was it 07 or 08? Fuck. Um, okay, I'm going to have to come back. Uh, Shawn Michaels. You know what sucks is a lot of covers had someone front and center, and then they had, like, little people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. SmackDown versus Raw is done. It's Michaels and Triple H.
0: Uh, Vince. That's Vince a good call. McMahon.
1: You know what? I'm going to put in M-A-C-M-A-H-O-N. It's M-C.
0: M-C-M-A-H-O-N. Um,
1: uh, that takes care of the family because Stephanie just showed up on Betrayal.
0: Perfect. Um, you know, I just thought of somebody. You may remember how I mentioned like people are like kind of off, off the side. Mm-hmm. The Here comes the pain U.S. cover. It's yep. Lesnar front and center. And then it's Undertaker. I think choke slamming John Cena. And then it's Rey Mysterio. I'm pretty sure hitting either the 6-1 or the, the Hurricane Rana or like a crossbody. On Matt Hardy.
1: I'm going to give you the last name as well on that one.
0: Show me Matt Hardy.
1: Uh, it took it. I just don't uh, see it where. It doesn't
0: matter. It... It's okay. Um, see, here comes the pain. Um. You said we have to do like European covers, don't we? Yeah. Hogan.
1: So Hogan's going to take care of a whole bunch. I know that for sure. Because WrestleMania yeah. on NES... So you got I think he was 50. on the
0: Here Comes the Pain cover. Or the Shut Your Mouth cover on the European side. And he was in those um, early ones too. I'm going to give you a visual hint that people can't see. Oh, okay. That's a good hint. You know, I was thinking that's who that was. That was on the ECW cover. Bobby Lashley. Yep. yep. Thank you. Um, Kurt, Kurt Angle. Ooh. Because he was on the Shut Your Mouth cover, and so yep. was Let's Jericho, Ooh. and I think it was Booker T. I think. You have completed the Shut
1: Your Mouth cover.
0: <sighs> yes. Okay, that's the one I really wanted to get. Um,
1: If there's a title that you want to see how many you have left as well, let me know and I can recap who was on it. Okay. You've got um,
0: on. We got to throw Brett out there. Of course. Um I'm trying to think older now.
1: WrestleMania the Arcade is done. In your house is uh missing one. You have Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels.
0: Fuck um This is very Oh, ooh. Um I just thought of the Xbox side. Um Goldberg was on the cover of Raw 2. And so was. was um it was Goldberg, Triple H and Steiner? I think
1: Sure was.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to think back to all the games I had as a kid.
1: You're at one hundred thirty five of two fifty five with nine minutes left.
0: Fuck.
1: Okay. Um Now another hint. Think people who came in technically for Hall of Fame or a really oh, brief run and okay. then into Hall of Fame.
0: Warrior. And was Sting on the cover of one of the games? I believe he was. Okay. He was not. No, no Sting. Okay. He was playable. Um,
1: Make it onto the cover. Interesting.
0: I said Rock. I said Hunter. I said Taker. Big did Show?
1: You did you say Head of the Table as well?
0: I did say Roman Reigns, yes. Yeah. Okay. Because he split that cover with Becky Lynch, didn't
1: he? Yeah, that's what I wanted to double check. Big Show? Uh, Big Show was on a uh, cover as well,
0: yeah. Um. M- mankind? Go, Mankind. He had to have been on the cover of a game or two. I think he was on the cover of WrestleMania 2000, but I'm not certain, so I don't want to say it confidently.
1: Uh, he registered.
0: Um, so
1: you just finished WWF Attitude with that guess?
0: A, uh, let's go with Andre the Gigante. <laughs> he had to have been on the cover of one of the old ones for sure.
1: Uh, let's go sneak back here. So Andre did uh, take. So when I went to type in mankind, it actually accepted man. So you got Big Boss Man, Honky Tonk Man.
0: Cheese <laughs> the system.
1: Yeah, there you go. And uh yeah, you did get uh, Andre the Giant in WrestleMania Challenge and WWF. Nice.
0: Um okay, well shit if I'm thinking older than I said. We got Andre. Macho
1: You've Man. Finished, you have finished off a lot of... Um, the old stuff? No, the current. The okay. old stuff is, is a little light.
0: Okay. Uh, let's go Macho Man. He had to have been on the cover of an older game if Warrior and Hogan were. Uh, let's go Savage. Randy Savage did pop up. Um, This is where it gets tough, man.
1: Think okay. of, well, uh, You
0: said, like, Europe is included, right? Yeah. There's
1: there's a couple uh, from like 2011 on that the are there any older ones for Europe? No, no 2011 is where it starts with the the uh, oh, okay alternative Shit. covers.
0: So like Bulldog wouldn't be one then, or is he? Uh,
1: it... He did make the list. Ooh, <laughs> fucking lucky into that think, one. I'm not sure if he made. I don't think he made any. So let's let's call like pre 90s. Like mm-hmm. retro and post nineties, uh, current or whatever you want to call it. Gotcha. Like the PlayStation era forward, and then mm-hmm. NES, Super Nintendo back. Gotcha. Um, think of one of the guys that I missed in the NWO challenge.
0: <laughs> you missed a lot of them, friend.
1: I missed two.
0: Well, um... and then the,
1: the Japanese guys, but.
0: God, there's just going to be ones that I'm going to be mad about. I already know it. Just like I said, they loved putting random people on the cover of these fucking things. Um, Did I say Edge? You did not. At any point? That took. Wow, I hadn't said Edge yet.
1: Okay.
0: Aftershock. I've. Was Aftershock the game that was on the end gauge <laughs> i don't that know way, that's sparking in my head <laughs> i don't know do we get to include the arcade machine that Re- that brett was trying to russian leg sweep
1: yes yeah you're missing one from uh the the arcade okay so rest sorry wrestlemania the arcade you're done wwf in your house you're missing one
0: okay um man i got so many different freaking games i'm trying to think of the cover of it's um, just,
1: just under five minutes of 171 of 255. If you can wanna get hit 200, I'll be happy.
0: I want to hit 200. Okay, I'm just going to name, yeah, like, yeah. big stars and yeah. hope that they're there. Um, and you said I was almost done with more modern, you're, which I yeah, would put you're, it like. You're pretty full on
1: modern, give or take, like, one or two here or
0: there. Okay. Um... um Trying to think of who the bigger stars, but um, think two guys who revolutionized
1: wrestling in the nineties. And then one Nash. was really cool, and one was re- yeah.
0: But Nash was on the cover of a game.
1: WWF Raw. Oh, and fuck. who was his, and Who was his, Who is his Robin? Yeah.
0: Okay, well, if people like that were on a the cover then. Um, was Luger? I'm just going to think of that era now.
1: Sure was. King of the ring.
0: Luger was on a cover. Okay. WWF raw. And I already said Sean, uh, flair. I don't think Rick was there. Flair on the cover of anything. Sure was. Wow. Jesus. Um, who else was champion around that time? Then Yoko Yoko Zuna on there.
1: I think that just finished, uh, in your house.
0: Jesus. Um, he was am just trying to of think about the random people that have won WWE titles then. Um, Eddie not- Guerrero. Is there an Eddie Guerrero in the This house? is a
1: bad time to... Let's go, Eddie. <laughs>
0: nope. How do you spell Guerrero? Uh, G-U-E-R-R-E-R-O. There we go. Bang. Oh, good. It was there. Yeah.
1: So you're missing uh, can I go for
0: Voldemort number two then? Yeah. You know who I'm referring to? You just finished off Aftershock and Survivor Series. Wow. Um, RVD. Someone else who has won a title.
1: You just nailed like three different spots here. 195 with 240 left to go.
0: Fuck. Smackdown, right, I, just
1: bring it. Is missing one.
0: That's got to be the Euro cover and I'm not sure because I feel like I oh well, wait just bring it oh f- just bring it
1: yeah so you got um, Kurt Angle the Rock and Triple H on just bring it Kurt Angle, the Rock. also don't forget females because I think day of reckoning you're missing a female you have Randy Orton Triple H and I believe there was a female on the cover
0: it would have to be Trish if it's day of reckoning oh Walton. Well, no day of reckoning was like 2004 Trish uh, yes Trish Stacey Keebler
1: it was Stratus, but I'll give you a' oh, let try keyblurter. Key K E I B L E R. Kepler mm-hmm. was on Day of
0: Reckoning 2. Tory Wilson.
1: Tor- I don't think Tory Wilson was. W I L
0: those are the ones to guess. Wilson was, actually.
1: Smackdown versus Raw. You're at 198 with 143 left. Oh my God, I need two more. Okay. Um So think think the alternate cover to WWE two K twenty two. You've got three of the four.
0: Who was on the alternate cover? He had
1: the worst heat you could ever get.
0: The worst heat? Oh, God, I don't know. Who was on the alternate cover of this year's game? I don't know. Come on. One, two, Uh, three.
1: Xbox was on the cover?
0: I mean, we've cheated a little bit to get me here, but really?
1: You're at one ninety nine with a minute left. Fuck me! <laughs> just start throwing.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> I just want to hit two hundred. Um, th- freaking. Uh, yeah. Um, th- who, I'm still stuck on that fucking 2K11 cover. Um, who were the other two on the 2K11 cover?
1: On 2K11, you have there were 2K11 and you Big Show right?
0: Raw. Yeah, that's what I mean.
1: Yeah, Big Show, Cena. Uh, and then the european covers and all that stuff think of a guy who spit his gum out and slapped it in the air jesus christ
0: i didn't know mr i didn't know they put mr perfect on any covers he was yes, on uh, the old uh, all, oh sh- uh, the 2011 covers the miss show Miz and cena which was really weird
1: there it is uh, you got 204 14
0: seconds oh, left fuck that uh, takes all the pressure stars. off <laughs> all stars you're missing one on all stars Yep. oh god uh, I never, I never owned All Stars, so
1: there you go. Times up.
0: Okay. And notable you. names
1: you missed: uh, Duggan, Elizabeth, DiBiase, Slaughter. Duggan. Duggan was on WWF Superstars. Uh, the members of Demolition from Wrestlefest, uh, oh, and I also LOD. Been. Technically, Papa Shango, the Mountie, was in Superstars 2. <laughs> Rage in the Cage. Bam bam Brian Knobbs crush Fatou IRS Jerry Saggs Kamala Rick Martel Samu Tatanka and Ted DiBiase you let me down there Doink the clown Owen we missed Owen uh Billy Gunn and China on Smackdown Spike Dudley on Just Bring It Kane uh Bobby Heen and Jimmy Hart Legends of mm. WrestleMania was a title I forgot about that uh, Seamus was on the European cover. That was the only one you missed on Raw versus or SmackDown versus Raw 2011. It was interesting.
0: Sheamus had no uh, idea.
1: 2012 Mexican cover Sin Cara.
0: <laughs> I mean, it
1: makes sense. Uh, I guess. Kofi Kingston on All Stars. Daniel Bryan on 2K14's US alternate cover and international alternate cover. Uh, and battlegrounds. Oscar the Fiend. Kofi, and Ronda Rousey. Fair enough. You know what? I'm actually quite impressed. I I honestly, I think with my vantage point of like the old era video games and stuff, I don't know that I would have got, like I wouldn't have gotten Samu and Fatu, the head shrinkers. Mm. I wouldn't have thrown Brian Knobs out there. Luna Vachon.
0: Mount I wouldn't
1: have thrown out the mounty
0: like I told you it was gonna be like those random ones where there's just a oh, yeah. shitload of people on the cover. That would just be a nightmare to try and to try and get. But
1: a seventy eight percent.
0: Oh you got eighty. The average score is seventy-eight. Okay.
1: And uh you're in the sweet spot. But it, it's the sweet spot between really awesome and totally not awesome.
0: <laughs> oh well you know. What's one to do given uh, those circumstances?
1: It, I mean, I threw 255 answers at you. I think you did pretty damn good.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not upset. So based on that,
1: do I get the Zelda key to go straight to the the segue that would make the most sense?
0: Yes, it does. Why not? And uh, by the way, for anyone who listens to this, was that, was that a worthwhile 20 minutes to the show? Let us know. (laughs) And if not, we'll never do it again, but it's worth, it's worth noting. So crash, the Zelda key does unlock the AEW door. Um, not too much to talk about aside from a very entertaining Shibata Orange Cassidy match on Rampage. And I uh, am looking like I'm going to be getting a shitload of good wrestling between Dynamite and Rampage on Wednesday night in Boston. But there's one big thing that you're alluding towards that was announced today. So basically, uh, Xbox, 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 <laughs> Xbox, Xbox.
1: The Xbox Entertainment System uh, has redefined itself as the superior console because Fight Forever Day One will be available on Game Pass. Now it sounds like it won't be a free forever, but at least the uh, a nice preview window. And as uh, Tugie alluded to on his Twitter channel. Um, It should actually be out there long enough that by the time they take it off of Game Pass, uh, it should be at a very discounted rate um, in stores or whatever. But that was probably the best news uh, coming out of this game outside of them announcing that they actually had a game was the fact that uh, Xbox owners and Game Pass membership owners uh, are going to be able to play this game absolutely for free on day one
0: gigantic news absolutely gigantic you know a big amount of the discourse in regards to the game was it looks like it'll be fun but if they're if they charge a full 60 70 dollars for it that i'm not gonna get it even though i admit that it looks like fun which hey if that's your prerogative to be like oh the price point's too high then sure uh yeah this eliminates that I mean, this is huge, and it's not, you know, there were some people who were like, oh, uh, it's a Game Pass day one. That must mean it sucks, and no one wants to buy it, which isn't true. Um, you know, the most you know, recent Halo game MLB uh, the was day one. By... Uh, the MLBs, uh, the last two MLB The Shows, since they came over to Xbox, right. have been Game Pass day one. Uh, the most recent Plague Tale was... Game Pass, Day One, Forza. I mean, there are massive, massive IPs that go Day One, launch day, on Game Pass. That's not indicative of a game that's going to be terrible or wouldn't sell otherwise. It's uh, impressive how many people are misinformed on that. But I was already very hyped for the game. And now you're telling me I don't have to pay for it when I would have... Um, I will say the one thing that's intriguing is that they were pushing pre-orders quite a bit and then this news comes out. So it doesn't make me think that it was originally the plan for it to be on Game Pass. But from a financial standpoint, it does make a lot of sense for a game to go to Game Pass day one, which is why so many titles are. So I'm pumped. You know, this guarantees that you know, certain friends that would never buy the game are going to be like, yeah, hey, I'll, I'll play it. I'll download it. And then that just makes it easier for me to play the game with friends once it comes out on stream. I mean, God, we're going to be playing the hell out of that, especially depending on the online capabilities and everything like that. So I am I'm pumped. This is gigantic news for sure.
1: I'm going to play a little devil's advocate on this one. This mm-hmm. makes me a little skeptical. Um, Just with the history of. Big titles, at least sports titles. Um the era that we're in, it seems like sports titles don't necessarily spend enough time in the oven. And the fact now that we're um like later this month and now they're saying that it's it's gonna be free on Game Pass. There's
0: originally
1: there's part of me, part of me that just wants to believe that something's up like they found something that like oh you know what like people are going to be pissed that they paid money for this let's throw it up on game pass let's make sure people have a chance to try it because demos don't exist anymore like Hmm. that was the greatest thing in the world was just getting one level in a demo so you could try it before you bought it um i don't know i'm i'm excited i'm i'm actually more excited for the game now that it's available on game pass. And as you said, we don't need to spend any money on it until we see whatever AEW ultimate team (laughs) is going to look like. (laughs) Um, But at the end of the day to do this so far into the process and so close to launch date, I will put my skepticals on and, uh,
0: and be slightly worried. The issue with that is that no official launch date has ever been announced. They were teasing.
1: I I thought they were teasing
0: fall of 2022, but they have not followed up on that. Mm. Um, And I believe now the Wikipedia page, which isn't the end all be all does have it listed as to be, you know, expected in 2023, which makes sense given that we haven't heard about it in a while.
1: So, also makes sense with everything that's gone on in the past three months you know uh-huh. some some editing as far as rosters and and Cover. maybe storylines and stuff may be necessary which you know what if it eliminates somebody I am all for it take as long as you need so I don't need to see an
0: idiot in this video game fair enough <laughs> But yeah, that's the big news of the day uh, from the AEW perspective, which I am very, very excited about. Um, we'll jump over to the WWE side of things here yeah, as well really quickly. Um, Crown Jewel this weekend. Didn't watch any of it. Um, saw a good amount of the main event in highlight form. Yeah. Um, I will say uh, Bray Wyatt did absolutely nothing because, of course they had a women's title change on the last episode of Raw so that they could have a title change on this episode or this event to simply say it's the first women's title to change hands in Saudi Arabia we're making progress it's like if you actually cared about that you could have built the story towards it but you didn't you just flip-flopped the title so you don't really get any credit there the biggest takeaway is that uh, Logan Paul is pretty fucking good at wrestling even if he apparently blew out his goddamn knee according to an Instagram story
1: (laughs) The one thing that absolutely impressed me and, and one of the common themes that I try and bring up is show me something I've never seen before. Mm. Show me something, you know, I actually want to go back now and watch the Logan Paul um, Roman Reigns match because Logan Paul Paul broke out his cell phone on the top rope while the head of the table was laying down on the Mexican announce table or whichever table or whichever Deska was mm. and did the selfie and kudos to whoever edited that video and slowed down in between because it provided one of the coolest visuals that we've seen in uh, coming out of professional wrestling, not even just WWE, but just anywhere uh, of a splash from the top rope down to the announce table on a cell phone, half of it slowed down where you see half of it is Logan Paul in midair. And then the other half is the crash into, uh, Roman Reigns. Fantastic. Uh, as we said, it's a throwaway pay-per-view, but obviously some, some big things can come from it. And, and Logan Paul's an amazing athlete. I, I don't like the whole boxing thing with him and his brother. I still think it stinks to high heaven, but, uh, yeah, there's there's something about Logan Paul's ability to jump in the wrestling ring and almost take over as the superstar uh, is is quite impressive.
0: He's a natural at it. Mm-hmm. He really is, you know, for all the uh, for all the faults that you can find. I can't hate on that performance in any way whatsoever. He delivered again. And, you know, the conversation has now been from a wrestling observer standpoint of who the frontrunner is for rookie of the year in that particular category, which, again, for those who don't recall that the wrestling observer is based off the voting from uh, the readers, I guess you could say, of that publication. It's not Dave Meltzer himself that decides this. Uh, But the big three, uh, the consensus seems to be Logan Paul himself, NXT champion Braun Breaker. Or AEW's hook. And I have to say, while I haven't seen much of Brock or Logan Paul, I don't. I don't know if you could pick against Logan Paul for the sole purpose of he's been thrown into these situations, including a WrestleMania tag match, then this and has delivered. I don't think any other, how many other celebrities turned wrestlers have been put on that, you know, have been put into that, you know, bright of a spotlight scenario and delivered to the extent that he has in history, you know?
1: The only, the only one I can think of and I would still give the edge to Paul is Steve Amell.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had the the what, the match with Christopher Daniels at that pay-per-view will that was one of
1: these days (laughs) we got to throw it in every once in a while um Mm. I the only issue I have with that list the only reason I would not give it to Logan Paul because I'm kind of sitting here I'm like okay you've got three of those those three guys sitting at tables who are you gonna go and get an autograph from who do you want to go and pick their brain for two minutes and it's, it's Logan Paul, but is that because of everything else or is that because of the wrestling? The other two don't really have everything else. So I'm kind of mm. kind of, humming and hawing that side of it. But to me, using the hockey analogy, the rookie of the year would be whoever hit that mark of games played or didn't hit that mark of games played in that season. And we've seen two amazing... I believe uh, it was him and The Miz at WrestleMania just recently.
0: They were, not I think they were team, in, a, they were in a tag match, if I'm if I'm not
1: mistaken. No, the, the tag match was like two years ago. And then they... Well, they they had a match, I thought, one-on-one. Uh, I think on one.
0: they had the tag match at Mania and the singles match at SummerSlam.
1: Fair. No, yeah, yeah, I believe you're right. So, it's three matches over two years. Right. Um, so... Yeah he's still a spectacle rather than the other two guys are showing up either week after week or every two weeks or, uh, you know, basically when they're booked. And I, I'm sure it's semantics. One guy's going to sell a hell of a lot more pay-per-views and merch than the other two. I own the merch of one of the other two. It's not Braun Breaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, there. To be the uh, the cranky old man in this, I, I don't know that you could put uh, Logan Paul in the same conversation of Rookie of the Year. Having said that, I don't think I could make too many arguments to say that Logan Paul is not the top of the three that have been mentioned. As and As far as wrestling goes, not even take everything else out, which... I get you can't with Logan Paul because Logan Paul's not in that situation without everything else, but the quality of matches that Logan Paul has had versus the other two is, uh, is night and day.
0: It was funny because upon that conversation, I wanted to kind of research like prior rookie of the year winners for the observer and who didn't win. Uh, last year's winner was Jade Cargill in a landslide. Um, you know the the other names in there. I just I think you you need to wait to see if it's going to age a bit yeah. better. Um, yeah. Jack Cartwheel, who's been in GCW, Nick Wayne, the same thing, uh, happened to be up there. Uh, twenty twenty was Pat McAfee though as rookie of the year, and I think that was he had one or two matches with the Adam Cole the, feud, yeah, in yeah. NXT, and they gave it to him.
1: And he wasn't he wasn't full time. Um... He wasn't full-time WWE at the time. Like, he wasn't signed as an announcer. He came in as a spectacle. So mm-hmm. if that is the case, then I rescind uh, my, my qualification for the award. If Pat McAfee is... <laughs> but who, who, did, who was on the ballot for that one that didn't get it?
0: Um, second place was Anna Jay of the AEW's Women's Division. Dominic Mysterio finished fourth. God, some people would put him higher based off of the past couple months he's had. All right, everybody. So, I mentioned Dominic Mysterio.
1: No, don't don't say his name again. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say his, his name, name again?
0: Voldemort number three, as he'll be known, Junior. along with uh, <laughs> Phil Voldemort, Chris yeah. Voldemort, now Dominic Voldemort. Yeah. The three Voldemorts who shall not be mentioned on the show as the previous mention of Voldemort number three led to Crash's uh, computer blue screening. So no more uh, rookie talk, no, no more Voldemort number three talk (laughs) because Crash's computer does not approve. However, we do have some old school stuff to talk about from uh, from an on this day perspective. On this day, let's do it. Let's do it. First and foremost, a happy birthday to the one and the only King Kong Bundy. Unfortunately, no longer with us. Five. A few years ago. Fucking legend. This guy, the my favorite member of the Bundy family. That married with children, the two guest spots, just (laughs) chef's kiss to him being related to Peggy. Just, ah,
1: you know, I I never appreciated King Kong Bundy in his prime. It wasn't until he came back, I believe, with the DiBiase Money, not Money, Inc.
0: Yeah, Money, Inc. Was it Money, Inc.? Million Dollar Team, Money, Inc. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, like, cause I always thought that he like the the big guys in the eighties, they never really portrayed them as smart, right? But he was he he had the sharp wit. He didn't come across as like a a turnbuckle eating buffoon. <laughs> um, he was just an absolute athlete, provided his body size. And I mean, the idea of making the ref count to five before decades before Big E uh, would do it in NXT, uh, just absolutely genius. I don't know if that was his shtick to start, but uh, it was one of the first times, if not the first time I ever saw anybody do it was uh, King Kong Bundy uh, doing it to basically anybody he he uh, demolished along the way.
0: If I'm not mistaken, uh, someone who as well took part in the uh, class action lawsuit against the WWE six or so years ago, which I believe has led to him not being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, which is an absolute disgrace. Mm-hmm. Um, get him in there. Very similar to, you know, I saw on Reddit today there was a lot of love for Earthquake. John Tenta, someone else who should be in there. Um you know, say what you want about the WWE Hall of Fame, but if there is going to be a WWE Hall of Fame, Ken Kong Bundy should be in there. Rest there
1: really peace, needs sir. to be a pro wrestling Hall of Fame. And it take it out of the WWE's hands and just nominate the person and the persona they played, not necessarily the persona they played, and hopefully the person shows up.
0: Worth noting as well today in 1985, the WWE presented their first pay-per-view like their first event that was exclusively on pay-per-view because WrestleMania one was on closed circuit. The wrestling classic from Rosemont, Illinois, that featured a one night tournament that ended when the junkyard dog beat macho man, Randy Savage in nine minutes. By count
1: out (laughs) jyd was something else as well with the chain around his neck and i don't know he may have brought a dog out to the ring every once in a while but he was just again one of those uh absolute amazing athletes if you get a chance to watch some of his stuff as well uh, up there with like coco beware uh prime owen or early owen hart not necessarily even prime but uh there's High a lot
0: of geo and heart, yeah,
1: <laughs> um yeah, there's a lot of stuff from the eighties when they didn't really take themselves so seriously. they were still more about the the character, and then like every weekend it was a squash match. they had the uh, the jobbers that would just sit there and uh take their lumps and one two three, and go to the back and and then you never really saw these uh superstar matchups. Until the pay-per-views or the closed-circuit uh, events or whatever, Toogie, I went to a closed-circuit TV match uh, event. I believe it was Summerslam. It was either '88 or '89, which is when my fandom really picked up. And it was mm-hmm. uh, the main event was Hogan and Brutus Beefcake against Savage and Zeus at Summerslam. And it was amazing because we were at the Calgary, uh, the stampede corral, another legendary building. And they actually just tore it down too, which is uh, sad. Mm. But, uh, you sat in the, you sat in the same seats as you'd go at any live event. And they just had screens that you watched (laughs) basically at center ice. It was amazing. It was, it was actually a really cool environment to, to watch these things. It's almost like, like, you know, when, uh, Teams do playoff games on the road, but they still mm-hmm. open up their home arena. Basically yeah. the same concept uh closed circuit TV.
0: Honestly, I wish I could have experienced the pay-per-view that way at least once. Like on occasion these companies still ru- like sell the rights to movie theaters. Have you like ever that's done that? As close that? as you can get. Have you ever done a movie theater? I have not for a wrestling event, no.
1: I did the Royal Rumble where uh what's her face showed Showed uh, a little too much with the prosthetic, apparently. Oh uh, yeah, oh May Young, May Young. That's right. Yeah, I think that was two thousand, wasn't it?
0: Yes. Yeah. A real communal experience. Yeah, I got to <laughs> see there it on was one big screen. Nineteen ninety four. Ooh. I was nine months old. At this point, just about. On Monday Night Raw, Vince McMahon announces that Macho Man Randy Savage has left Holy the WWE God. after 20 years. He would debut for WCW weeks later and never appeared for the WWE again. Of course, passing away in 2011 and being inducted into their Hall of Fame in 2015.
1: You know, the there's a lot about this one that may need its own episode. had never been fully proven at the end of the day this is this was kind of the start of that uh that youth era like hogan jumping ship and then uh brett and sean and diesel and those guys getting a little bit more airtime to the fact that macho man's now a color commentator Mm -hmm. and he had a lot left in the tank at that point too and Vince just saying like no we're we're running with the uh the youth we're we're running younger you know that's that's the direction we're going so if you're here you are going to be a color commentator like i just have images of macho man randy savage in his full gear uh announcing wrestlemania 10 and jumping in the ring when bret hart won in the end spoiler alert like, hmm. He always had his gear. He always was ready to jump in the ring and be a part of whatever. And He did uh, have
0: a match on that card at WrestleMania 10.
1: Who did he fight?
0: It was a last man standing match. The rules, though, were that you could pin your opponent anywhere in the arena, and if they didn't get back into the ring by the count of 10, you won.
1: It was crush, and he it tied his legs up and pulled and him crush up. Crush
0: fell. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stay tied. I forgot about that. Wow. But yeah, I, told I mean, you, I've seen I've seen that event a lot. <laughs> he was
1: he was an absolutely true professional for as long as his contract was available, mm-hmm. and once his contract ended, he jumped ship. And it's really one of the only times where Vince actually acknowledged somebody leaving the company outside of like Bret Hart, I, i can't think of too many others other than you know when in the middle of the the attitude era the monday night wars they you know they did reference hogan they did reference the the macho man um but this was different this was he just took time out of monday night raw to say hey we appreciate everything that you did here. You you helped build the company and we wish you all the best. And it's it's a really weird moment to watch Vince McMahon take time out like that, uh, for somebody who isn't with the company anymore.
0: This one uh I became aware of it's not quite an on this day, but it's still worth mentioning. We just passed a certain anniversary. And November of ninety six that traumatized a young Brian Pillman Jr. Oh my gosh! I think I sent this to you, like, "Hey, can you we... did."
1: <laughs> and it was it was Brian Pillman Jr.'s tweet too.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. uh, the stone was... cold home invasion. Pillman's got a gun. Just past the anniversary of that, which uh, is nuts. Twenty six years ago.
1: You know all the home invasion um programs that they they ran like I also remember Randy Orton going to Triple H's house. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um Randy Orton did it a few times I think, but uh, they 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 just felt cheesy. They just felt a little awkward like you knew that sooner or later Stone Cold was going to get into the house. You knew Mm. you had the loose cannon. There's camera crews, everything like that. And then all of a sudden he pulls out the gun. And that was the end of Raw as well. Like that was the, that was the final segment. So you actually, and again, this was when like the infancy of the internet as well. Mm. So you really didn't know what was going to happen or what happened. And if I remember correctly, it kind of was just brushed
0: off. As like they had oh yeah, he, he they they got into some trouble for it, so they kind of tried fair. to move move on pretty fast.
1: But but what would be the what would be the play if it didn't get as much like oh yeah, no Stone Cold Steve Austin still alive? <laughs> mm. <laughs> like it it wasn't Vince McMahon jumping into a a limousine and taking a couple months off. Like I don't know it it was very captivating. But it was a very weird decision to go the route that they did with that feud.
0: Speaking of the Macho Man. 2004, 10 years to the date of his WWE departure. He appears. I can't say wrestles a match. He appears at TNA's first ever three hour pay-per-view Victory Road 2004 didn't he
1: punch a bunch of guys on his way down to the ring and then that's about it? Or is that about it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not his, uh, not his finest hour uh, for Randy Savage at that particular event, Uh, an event I have seen quite a few times. I was uh, a big TNA wrestling fan at the time. I have uh, at one point I had accidentally two copies of this event on DVD (laughs) <laughs> uh, because they used to have these specials on their shop. It'd be basically a mystery box, but they were cheap. So it's like, yeah. all right, cool. And out of it, I remember I got a fucking sick Sting shirt, a Bobby Lashley shirt, coincidentally, and some other stuff. Uh, but twice I had gotten a collector's package. They had a three DVD set with their first three ever pay-per-views in the box set. So I had Victory Road twice. Nice. Nice. It was it was an okay show. It was an okay show, but yeah, one of the big highlights was supposed to be um the idea of of Macho Man being there and kind of being a a big part of the show. And it was,
1: uh it wasn't great. It was it was very cool the concept of seeing Mach come back and hearing the music and seeing him walk out he was white beard at that point.
0: Yeah, so this was like Jeff Jarrett, of course, beat Jeff Hardy in the main event, and then Macho Man came down, and like pointed at Jeff Jarrett, and set up a match for like the next pay per view. Right. So yeah, he was fresh off of, well, a little bit removed from like Bonesaw. Okay. Yeah. That.
1: Uh, just trying to think in my head. Yeah, that was maybe a year or two afterwards. Yeah. Remote? Yeah, because Spider Man came out like Yeah. Oh I guess yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to line it up in my head. Remembering yeah. the old days. Um <laughs> Yeah, there's there's like we talked about in the last podcast, like would you who would you want to see one more match of? And I was an idiot when I said Raven. I would love to see another Raven, classic Raven Prime Raven match. But I mean match, and hmm. take any take any era. I'll take King Macho. I'll take uh, Madness. I'll take I'll take a tag team with the ultimate warrior <laughs> like
0: Mate, ultimate me, Maniacs.
1: Yeah, just give me one more match match. I know it can't happen. There's there's like a handful like I'll take a Roddy Piper match. I'll take one more, please. I know they can't happen. I get it. But like just the nostalgia of thinking like. God, what would one more prime match? I mean, like, was it WrestleMania? Which was what was the Persian Golf WrestleMania? Was that eight? Yes. Where it was uh, him? Yes. Him versus uh, Ultimate Warrior. And even
0: that <laughs> he was like, Warrior like,
1: with like <laughs> seventeen elbow drops, right? And still lost. Yep. And then, like Elizabeth coming back, because mm-hmm. uh, he was with Sherry, he was the heel, and Sherry, uh, he dumps Sherry, and then out of nowhere or in the crowd or whatever, Elizabeth comes and she's crying, and you know they they reconcile, and that might have been the last match, no, because that was WrestleMania, so that would have been March, but still, like there's the aura that uh, surrounded Randy Savage. That character was just amazing. His nuances and, and everything that he did, that even an appearance when he was pretty close at the end and white beard and it just didn't look the same, you were still pretty jacked up that Randy Macho Man Savage walked through, uh, walked through the tunnel and uh, was about to do something. Give him a microphone for five minutes and you'll, you would never regret it.
0: Our final mention. And I want to shout out TJRWrestling.net, who compiled these. It's a fantastic resource. Five years ago in 2017, at a SmackDown taping in Manchester, England, Ginger Mahal lost the WWE title to AJ Styles. The first time that title changed hands outside of North America. AJ would go on to main event WrestleMania a few months later or one of the co-main events and get uh, punched in the dick. But I, <laughs> I, knew
1: <that> <laughs> I knew you were going there as soon as you said it. <laughs> oh, fuck. oh, there's a new spot on the bingo card. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> AJ Styles <laughs> gets mentioned on this podcast.
0: Hey, remember got, the time he got punched in the, in the dick? dick? <laughs>
1: If i remember correctly too this would this was that survive? yeah cuz you guys have got you americans have got your thanksgiving coming up mm-hmm. so it makes sense that this was dropped because it was supposed to be less it's uh, i don't i don't like the title versus title it makes one of your champions look weak right like i give me the 4v4 give me the tag team or 5v5 give me the the lone survivors the The survivors at the end on a team like that, that made that pay-per-view so much better. Uh, Even give me the gobbledygooker one more time. Like we want to talk like
0: nostalgia. (laughs) Nothing says, nothing says nostalgia like Hector Guerrero in a turkey suit.
1: I was just thinking a turkey and
0: big meaty men. (laughs) But uh, yeah,
1: this, this was, there was something going on where, and i mean Jinder hall wasn't a bad heavyweight champion he just he just wasn't a good one and the 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 aura surrounding like a, a an overseas tour so let's put the championship on him and whatever um but the idea that they didn't he had that title for so long and it was just like okay we don't need the title on him anymore let's put it on aj and put aj against brock lesnar Because nobody wants to see Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. Mm. And if you want to talk, you know, making one side, excuse me, one champion look weak. Well, there you have it. Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal. Who's going to win that match? (laughs) Right.
0: So now as we wind down this show, we are recording this on a Monday instead of a Tuesday like we normally would. Something happened on Raw tonight that we need to discuss. Ooh. Austin Theory is no longer Mr. Money in the Bank I did not see this After failing to cash in to win The United States Championship What? Sorry? From F4WOnline.com Monday's episode ended with a failed Money in the Bank cash in Theory cashed in the briefcase on Seth Rollins in an attempt to win But Rollins ended up defeating Theory after involvement from Bobby Lashley
1: Excuse me? (laughs) Pardon?
0: (laughs) I wanted your live reaction, and so far it's living up to the hype. Um, Ouch. For the confidence of Austin Theory as a performer, where you go from knowing Vince McMahon is in love with you to Triple H's writing staff decides the best way to get this briefcase off of you is by having you try to cash in for the U.S. title, and you lose.
1: Okay, so now... We have a champion for worst Uh, cash in and we're not even talking about losing. Like, even if he had won, uh, this just replaced uh, Charlotte Flair going for the NXT championship. Mm. You can go after any championship you want. Let's go after the US title. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But like, I thought I read that. This could be a long-term storyline where he actually has the, the briefcase for, like, a year. And, LOL. Yeah. And he goes after the U.S. title with that. Like, that is the dumbest logic in quite some time. That is one of the dumbest things I think I've heard come out of professional wrestling. I can't even compare it to anything. I'm I'm pissed. I am not happy, and I don't even give a shit about Austin Theory. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good young performer. He's going to do great in AEW, but um, <laughs> you cashed in on the U.S. title. Win or lose is fucking stupid. I am now a Bray Wyatt fan. <laughs>
0: by comparison, Uncle Howdy is great booking.
1: Oh my god, Uncle Howdy looks amazing right now. Crash that with is... that. S- well, Sorry. That is Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's that hilarious, is it is.
1: Stupid.
0: Do you have I'm any like, words like... of wisdom from Bobby Heenan before I cut you off, or is uh it's just you I'm, being I'm working dumb- on that. confounded by this.
1: I, I can't. I, I'm i looking. I need a Bobby Heenan quote. You you do the whole, uh, like, where can we find... Uh, so I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm still clearly experiencing <laughs> IT problems. Uh, but uh, twitter.com slash crash underscore Andrews. Uh, Twitch.com slash crash Andrews. Elon Musk. Uh, I will pay $8 a month. Not only for a check mark, but for the removal of an underscore. <laughs>
0: Crash Andrew's the one person satisfied with the Elon Musk takeover of Twitter so far. Uh you can still find me on that platform for now. We'll see how long that lasts at 2 g 24 I'm everywhere at 2G24. Crash Andrew's dumbfounded.
1: This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard with professional wrestling.
0: Like, that's like And you mentioned the gobbledygooker five minutes ago. That's
1: right. That's like MJF going after the mid Atlantic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm gonna cash in this chip on you orange yeah
1: all right oh, so the, the, the bidding
0: war of 2024 <laughs> because i'm the all atlantic champion oh
1: my god like had like he even teased that he was gonna go down to nxt and we're like that's stupid
0: Why I mean, would him you cash in to become nxt champion would have been a hell of a lot better than losing trying to cash in on the u.s title
1: yes because it's a it's a it's a heavyweight title it's a okay so sorry really quickly NXT championship or US title which one do you hold in higher regard because technically I'm I'm going to be honest it's US title
0: I'd go NXT title at this stage like WWE have tried their reclamation product uh, you know process on the project I should say on the US title lately and the IC title but same time, a more high-profile spot to me would have been. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean,
1: for for Austin Theory, yeah. I 100% agree. In general, it is still the U.S. title, as far as I'm concerned. So, fuck, that is dumb. I'm so
0: mad right now. <laughs> oh, and if if it makes you feel any better, Nikki Cross apparently threw away the 24/7 title. <laughs> nah, I'm not.
1: What if he cashed in on the 24 24-
0: <laughs> <laughs> He
1: finds it out on the street and he trades his... He, trades he his
0: Jim Duggins the 24-7 <laughs> title.
1: Oh my god. Uh, Alright, let's end this before you find anything that can top that because as impossible of a task that is. Hmm. And before I blue screen again. Okay, this this is this is a this is a two-person quote, but it's okay. fantastic. And I referenced uh Coco Beware earlier, so this is referencing uh Coco Beware's uh bird Frankie. And it involves Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan. Gorilla says those birds can live to be twenty five or thirty years old. Bobby the Brain Heenan says, no, not in my house. Gorilla says, I'm sure. And Brain cuts him off and says, if he was in my house, he'd be in a shake-and-bake bag. Do you like your parents' original or extra crispy? (laughs) And the Austin theory thing is dumber.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week, everybody.